and welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Liam Greco, or you may know me as LDG. Today, our episode topic is on the Women's World Cup draw, which occurred yesterday. For some of you who may be wondering, you may be asking, why didn't I post this one the day it happened? Well, for us Americans out there, you'll know the time difference for this World Cup draw was incredibly annoying. This draw started at 2.30 in the morning. I didn't watch it live. I found out, um, I recorded it, but I didn't, I didn't watch the draw. I found out through news sources, so this is ESPN, because it was such an early draw, so I wanted to have a chance so that people could see, um, a little bit of a preview of the World Cup draw if, you know, maybe you didn't hear about it or watch it, just giving people a platform. So that's what this episode today is about. So I'm going to go over the groups first. I'm going to talk about a few key players on each team. We're not going to go too in-depth to that. There's 32 teams. Um, we're going to maybe talk about uh, um, like predictions, early predictions, um, big matchup, stuff like that. So first, let's go over the groups. Group A is New Zealand, co-host. Norway, Philippines, and Switzerland. Group B is Australia, co-host. Republic of Ireland, Nigeria, Canada. Group C, Spain, Costa Rica, Zambia, Japan. Group D, England. Group B playoff team, so either Chile, Haiti, or Senegal. Denmark, China. Group E, United States of America, Vietnam, Netherlands, and another playoff team from Group A, Cameroon, Portugal, or Thailand. Group F, France, Jamaica, Brazil. Group C playoff team, Chinese Taipei, Panama, Papua New Guinea, or Paraguay. And then Group G, Sweden, South Africa, Italy, Argentina. And Group H is Germany, Morocco, Colombia, and South Korea. At first looks, you know, we knew that the World Cup draw expanding by eight teams would diminish the possibility of a group of death. I had to look for one. There wasn't one that really was obvious and for women's soccer fans they might not have realized this i think that group b is the group of death you have australia the host with sam kerr as their leading power we know that australia does have other quality players i'm not diminishing that fact they are incredible side that is well-rounded but none of them are quite frankly, the quality that Sam Kerr possesses. You could make an argument about Ellie Carpenter, Steph Catley, um, even Caitlin Ford, but everyone knows Sam Kerr is one of the best strikers in the world. She'll be an incredible presence at this home World Cup for Australia. Um, Nigeria is a very tough side, very physical. They love to get the ball. Go, however, they may not possess as much depth as you would with other teams in the group, but the star presence on that team is clearly there. Their main woman up top is um, the Barcelona player, Asiate Ashoela, then number eight, their forward. She was um, ranked for the Ballon d'Or. She's won dozens of awards, already has gotten a great start into her Champions League campaign um, in that first round she was incredible what a strike from outside the box she is their best player um and she's getting back to full fitness with barcelona um she'll be that'll be a great team republic of ireland i skipped them i do think they're kind of the obvious pick for fourth place 
but not diminishing the quality that that side does possess with you can look at Katie McCabe as one of their bigger players, I would say, up top. Denise O'Sullivan of the um, North Carolina Courage, that's another great player that they have. Their captain is Katie McCabe. Their home stadium is Talot Stadium. Um, Shamrock, uh, but this team is, uh, it's a, you know, it's a newer team. They've never qualified for the World Cup before. Coach Vera Powell has coached sides in the past that have been at their first World Cup, and maybe they haven't been as successful as she would have hoped, but she most recently managed the Houston Dash in 2018 before joining Republic of Ireland, and um, she uh, uh, also has coached internationally for Scotland, Netherlands, Russia, South Africa, um, so she has a program there that she has built with... Um, this side and she's a very good player to she's a very good leader to possess in your team um so i there has been some allegations against her recently but she knows how to make a team that's competitive um you know she has a, she has a coaching career so she's a very coaching she's very big coaching career long-term coaching career um and yeah so she named um another dutch football association director for sexually harassing her in july of this year so um it's you know it's good she had to come back from that and coach the irish through the playoffs to get into the World Cup, but I could expect this Irish side to come out running. Reading Skipper is usually their starting keeper, Grace Maloney, but you've also seen people like Courtney Brosdan playing net there. Um, the back, Luis Quinn, their side is very much based in England. Luis Quinn's a big defender, Diane Codwell, Megan Campbell, Neem Farley. There are a lot of Liverpool players on this side, and another big player on this team to look forward to for the future might be Jess Zhu, um, Denise O'Sullivan, Katie McCabe in the midfield, and then um, up top they have a few players that can put the ball in the back of the net, like Leanne Kiernan. So it'll be interesting to see how she, this team does. I think that... It would be, I would be surprised to see Kiernan not called up to the World Cup team. She's already had such an established career. She's played for Liverpool. She joined West Ham United in 2018 at just, um, I believe, 19 years old. So she came over from Ireland in Shelbourne, semi-pro team. Uh, but, you know, she, she really stepped up for West Ham and she did a good job in getting uh, adjusted to the Women's Super League. So it'll be interesting to see. She suffered a, an ankle injury, which has ruled her out for several months. That's why she didn't get the most recent call-up. But she's a player, I think, that you could really point out to Republic of Ireland and say she's going to be one that wins them those games. And lastly, Canada. No explanation he did for them in that group. Um, just a, 
outstandingly good team. No Christine Sinclair at this World Cup, but nevertheless, such a good, promising side. I could go name by name. Sheridan and Ned, just off the top of my head. Lawrence in the back. Vanessa Giles, Kadisha Buchanan, Alicia Chapman, that back line with Sheridan is so good. And then you expect Jordan Haitema, um, you could even add in Adriana Leone. So many players up top. Janine, Becky, I could go on and on that will bring in the goals for them. So Group B is my group of death um, so far, in my opinion. Um, so we're going to play a fun game. I'm going to name two players from each team. And if I can't do that, I, I'm going to have one minute. I'm going to go through the whole thing and if I can't think of it on the top of my head I'm gonna say pass of I can I can mention one player from each team if I can't think of it I'm gonna pass so I'm gonna have one minute starting now New Zealand Abby Ursay Norway Ada Hegeberg Philippines pass Switzerland Leah Valti Group B, Australia, Sam Kerr, Republic of Ireland, Katie McCabe, Nigeria, Oshawela, Canada, Jordan Haitama, Spain, Alexia Puteas, I guess for the new roster, I could go Esther Gonzalez, Costa Rica, Rocky Rodriguez, Zambia, Barbara Banda, Japan, um, Yui Hasegawa, um, England, Beth Mead, playoff team, Denmark, Pernilla Harder, China, Wang Shang, Group E, U.S. Alex Morgan, Vietnam Pass, Netherlands, Viviana Miedema, playoff team, Group F, Wendy Renard, um, for France, Jamaica would be Bunny Shaw, Brazil, Martha, playoff team, Sweden, Asalani, South Africa, Van Vyck, Italy, Girelli, Argentina, Estefania Benini, Germany, Alexandra Pop, Morocco, Rosella Alana, um, Colombia, Linda Calcedo, South Korea, Lee Juman. I think that was under a minute. I didn't time myself, but that's a fun fire round game to prepare yourself for the World Cup. If you know at least one player on the team, on each team, then you know you'll be uh, in good hands of knowing your World Cup. So let's take a look. I'm going to make a few predictions for the groups, and I'm going to compare them to the newest ESPN article, which it looks like was written yesterday on the day I'm recording this on October 22nd. I'm going to say my group thing, and I'm going to see what they if they agree with this. So it looks like Group A was done by Marissa Lordonk. Um, let's see. For Group A, I think it's going to be a very competitive group. I'm going to have Norway as my number one seed. I know Philippines is up and coming. I think they're going to finish last. Switzerland and New Zealand, that's a hard one for me. I think New Zealand is better defensively. Switzerland has players like Ramona Backman that can and Leah Valdi. Um, I'm going to go Switzerland second, New Zealand third. So I'm going to think um, Norway, Switzerland, New Zealand, Philippines. Let's see what they think. Yeah, Norway, Switzerland, New Zealand, Philippines, that is theirs as well. Let's see about Group B. I think that Canada is going to finish one, Australia will finish two, Nigeria will finish three, Republic of Ireland will finish four. Um, They have the same exact one as me. Okay, let's see how long it takes for them to be, be, um, let's see how long it takes for us to be. Um, different than them. Um, Group C, I think that it's going to be Spain, 
then Japan, then I think then Costa Rica, then Zambia. Okay, so there's one little difference here. I think that Spain is over Japan. I think that the performance against the U.S. was good, even though the U.S. didn't show up. And I would be extremely disappointed if the Spanish players didn't come back for the World Cup. I'm making this prediction on the, the account that they do make the World Cup. Um, so I think that if those same players play, I think that they finish first, Japan finishes second, Costa Rica, then Zambia. So one difference there. Group D, it's England, Denmark, China playoff team. I think that's going to be England, China, Denmark playoff team. They predicted the same thing as me. England, China, Denmark playoff team. Group E, I think it's going to be United States and Netherlands um, of the top two in that order. I think that the playoff winners are competitive. You have a bunch of good teams in there. Cameroon, Thailand, Portugal. I think that they'll finish ahead of Vietnam, which it looks like is the same. Group F is a very easy group to call on paper, I think. It kind of looks pretty simple. Um, obvious. Four playoff teams are clearly last, in my opinion. Um, whoever makes it is going to finish last. Jamaica's third. I think that France will finish first and Brazil will finish second. That's one weird thing where it looks like we're different here. Brazil is first in ESPN's rankings, which I find odd because I believe that Martha is aging, and yes, I saw Brazil play about without her in Copa America, but I don't think they have enough star power to out-best France. I understand there's been some problems there with Karine Diak, um, not calling up top players such as Amandine Henry, uh, Eugene Le Sommer, so it'll be interesting to see whether that is resolved. There's been so many crazy stuff happening in the world of international women's soccer, but it'll be interesting to see whether Korean Diak decides to call back up Sarah Buhadi, Amandine Henry, Eugenie de Sommer. Like, these are big players for this slide that, you know, um, Greek Ombot Mati has been injured. Um, same with alongside, you'll see, um, Maria Netkototo. So it'll be interesting to see whether these these players get called back up. So it'll be it'll be fascinating to see what happens in this um, situation. Players that haven't really been called up recently that are surprised me is Orjini Le Sommer and um, No Amadine Henry. I think is two big misses for them. But yeah, France is a good side. They'll. Hopefully, I think, be um, competitive at the next World Cup. And, I mean, Eugenie Lesemir has the most goals for the team. So, that's why I think that without her, they could struggle. Um, but she is so talented. She struggled maybe a little bit recently, yes. But I think that she's incredible in so many different ways. And it'll be interesting to see whether she... Um, is a very big um, player or even part of the next team at the next World Cup. So let's see 
and other groups if there's any more differences in the next group sweden south africa italy argentina sweden's the clear number one team here um i think italy's two argentina i think could finish three um and i think south africa will finish four yeah um they have italy finishing above sweden in this one which i find very interesting i think that sweden is the best team in this group by far they have italy sweden argentina south africa so the one difference we have there is we predicted italy to finish second but they predicted italy to finish first and sweden was we think is first and they think is second um i think that the obvious thing for group the last group is um germany's number one by far morocco just doesn't have enough world cup experience but i do think that they are better than colombia i think it'll be um south korea in second behind germany with morocco and then colombia so this is interesting this is the most differences we've had they agree with us with germany but they think colombia is second south korea is third and morocco's fourth i switched morocco and colombia i switched um morocco i put morocco in third instead of fourth and i put colombia in fourth instead of second so it'll be interesting to see uh I don't know. I last time I saw Colombia play the U.S., they were very underwhelming to, in my opinion. So it'll be a very exciting World Cup. I'm very excited for the World Cup. Just wanted to give you a basic recap of what happened. Those are my early predictions for the groups. I hope you enjoyed them. And remember, follow us on Instagram at the Women's Soccer Podcast. We're launching a website very soon, so be on the lookout for that. It'll be on the Instagram and most likely in an episode bio when it's launched. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. Peace out from your host, LDG.